And as we've been talking about having these fellas on and been featuring their music here on the program, three members of Earth, Wind & Fire and uh, very integral members of the band Earth, Wind & Fire, they have recently released a CD in tribute to the catalog of Earth, Wind & Fire songs. It's called Devoted Spirits, and we want to thank the guys for being patient. We hooked everybody up three different locations, and we welcome to the WVOF audience in the upper room with Joe Kelly, Larry Dunn, Sheldon Reynolds, and Morris Pleasure. So how you doing, guys? Hey, hey. Hello. All is well. Everybody's here, and, uh, you know, I got to thank you first for uh, dropping us an incredible CD uh, from you guys. So thank you for loving it. Yeah. And uh, let me first find out. I mean, everybody's. We got three people calling in. Uh, where where's everybody? I'm on Mars. Okay. <laughs> How how's Mars? <laughs> A little dry. <laughs> All right, right. That was Sheldon Reynolds. Right. <laughs> Seattle Mars. Right. Yeah. I'm in Seattle. Well, this is Sheldon. I'm in Seattle. And and nobody nobody wants to move there anymore, right? That's right. There's no mountains, no natural wonders, nothing to see. So don't come here. It's closed. Right. <laughs> So, so how about you, Larry? Where are you from? This is Larry Dunn. I'm calling from Los Angeles, okay. California. All right. And also Morris Pleasure originally from... Uh, Conne- I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, but made, made some hay right here in uh, Connecticut, right? You're, you're originally from Connecticut, right? Okay. Still there. Well... Anyways, we'll continue along. We've got uh, a couple of the guys... Morris. Yeah, there we lost you for a sec. Hey, Morris. So uh, let me tell you, uh, actually ask you about the uh, idea for putting together this, this great CD. Uh, where did it first start? Actually, I, I can't hear Morris, but if, if he's there. Are you there, Morris? I am still here. I'm sorry if I'm hearing, the, uh, hearing Joe. Okay. I have to speak up a little bit, Joe. Yeah, actually, this is, this is Larry speaking. Actually, the, this was the brainchild of Sheldon and then Morris, and they pulled me in a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So I'll let uh, Sheldon and Mo take that over. Okay. Well, actually, actually, me and Morris kept talking about it for I don't know, probably a couple of years, just yeah. envisioning what it would be like, and we just yak, 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 yak. And my wife finally said, "You know, why don't y'all stop yakking and get busy and do something <laughs> about it?" So that's why it exists today. Now, now you guys definitely, uh, you know, integral members of of uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire now taking it to your own interpretations of the music what what is that revisiting those songs and well know? i think the idea at least from my perspective was that we we were wanting to reignite that love that we all felt about their music when they were first starting out mm-hmm. in, the, in the so-called heydays and and just the spontaneity of um i, I you know for lack of a better word the execution of what they were doing it was just a lot of spontaneity and and uh, a lot of love and and a belief in what they were actually playing. Mm-hmm. And um, and we felt, you know, like that would be something to really touch on because that's what we loved about it most. And uh, and then bringing Larry in really confirmed it because he showed us what we were hearing, but we couldn't always figure out how it was being done. And then he just put that magic of what he had done in the beginning and just showed us, you know, this is, this is the icing on the cake right here. Right, right. We couldn't, we couldn't have done it without him, so... What 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 song on the record uh, do you feel you change change the most and you're most happy with? Do you have any in particular? Anybody want to take it? Go ahead, Sheldon. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We changed so many of them. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, it was it was it wasn't like a calculated effort to change anything. It was just 
this was our interpretation, as you said, mm-hmm. and we just let it happen. You know, sometimes when you're doing music, you can't always sit there and try to calculate it because then it starts to sound that way. Right, right. And they had most of the music, you know, was was, was there when when the time I had come in, and uh, you know, there's been so many reviews, and, and thank God they've all been just really great. Right. And but everybody basically started out like, you know, why do you need a uh, but then once you heard the direction it was going in, uh, it very quickly put all that to rest. And for me, just hearing, I mean, they did some great stuff. I mean, the way that they uh, flipped around faces and had that straight-ahead swing going on it. Uh, God, can I love sunshine with the kids, you know, with the rap in it. Uh, of course, now September, that's just totally, you know, a lot of people are just gravitating towards that because uh, mostly all Sheldon with acapella vocals and stuff and then mm-hmm. you got you got the stuff in there with the sounds of blackness mm-hmm. uh, Ronnie Laws uh, Gerald Law it's just you know it's, it's, it's really done well and uh, I just think a great uh, tribute to, to Earth Wind and Fire and what that's all about also I was going to say I think you know partly what um, what what gave us the name Devoted Spirits is that there's a similar spirit between the three of us as far as the love for the sound and the dedication to making sure it was you know, executed at the highest level. Mm-hmm. We learned from Larry and the guys before us, Al McKay and Maurice and everyone else, but at the same time we had started planning it our own way, but it was still with that same love they had originally done it with. And when we came together, it was like, what do we call this? And, you know, based on our time put in and everything and work and effort, it seemed like we were devoted spirits and that was what we felt and Larry being the most of the most spirit of all having been there from the beginning mm-hmm. now now uh, before we, we take a listen to some of the great music off of uh, Devoted Spirits we should uh, drop some website addresses so people can go and, and get the CD um, we got Thump Records right? yeah uh, DevotedSpirits.com okay and you can go to Authentic Hendrix okay as well and uh, Amazon.com, I believe. Yeah, Amazon, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, so so it's out there for everybody. If it's not in your local record shop, just tell them and they'll, they'll get in contact with distribution to get it uh, in well, the store. I'm going to go in there and fuss about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. If anybody wants to you know, just uh, give some shout-outs and let us know some feedback on what they think or what's going on, we've got uh, LarryDunn.com. And what's yours, Mo? ForestPleasure.com. And Sheldon, yours is? Yeah, SheldonReynolds.com as well. Okay, right, it's SheldonReynolds. So, so everybody's covered right there, and uh, we should take a listen. Actually, uh, you spoke a little bit about September, second into Mighty Mighty. We'll listen to this yeah, with, with yeah, the great that. members, and uh, we have on the line, and we'll be coming back and talk with the fellas, Larry Dunn, Morris Pleasure, and Sheldon Records, the CD, Devoted Spirits, and uh, we'll give a listen to it right now. Medley of September into Mighty Mighty from our special guest this afternoon, Devoted Spirits. And, uh, you know, co-host of our show, G. Dassault, she used to dance to a lot of Earth, Wind & Fire cha-chas in ballroom dance competition back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you got, you got it going right there. And Larry Dunn, Sheldon Reynolds, and Morris Pleasure. So we want to thank the gentleman for stopping by. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about the history of uh, Earth, Wind & Fire a little off air and, and Larry starting back Back in 1971, as a young cat, right? Young, pretty young, 17. Yeah. Wow. You know, because uh, Philip and I grew up together in Denver, so I first met Philip. I was 13, and by the time I was 15, we were playing seven nights a week in the 
in the 21 and over clubs. <laughs> right, right. So, so how big was the band back uh, back in those days? How many pieces? Do you remember? Uh, it was uh, the nine, you know, the original nine. 71, you know, Fred White, Al McKay, Verdeen White, Philip Bailey, Ralph Johnson, Johnny Graham, uh, Andrew Woolfolk, and Ralph Johnson. Right. Not even anybody else? Maurice. And my, well, of course, Maurice. <laughs> Everybody knows that. And yeah. yeah the, the founder and leader. Maurice. Yeah, so, so how, how's he doing these days? Uh, I think Sheldon saw you. Yeah, I saw him about... About three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. Oh, okay. He's nice. great. He's great. He's working on a play about Earth, One and Fire. Right. N- nice picture, you guys, in, in the inner part of the CD. So oh, yeah. That was that taken at the White House. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. It was five, six years ago, something like that. Go off. Hey. <laughs> so, so, I should not have music with that man. Right. <laughs> so, so uh, Larry, of course, an original <laughs> member of the band, uh, Sheldon Reynolds and Morris Pleasure uh, joining at a little later time. How, how did you guys, uh, Sheldon and Morris, gravitate towards uh, working in Earth, Wind, and Fire? Uh, you want to go first, Morris? Yeah, well, uh, Philip Bailey brought me in the band in 93. And uh, they were, you know, the band was coming back together again. They had, um, I believe, four of them original members, and um, they needed a keyboard player. He called me. We had, uh, George Duke had recommended me, and I came down there and uh, met Sheldon and all those guys. And, I guess they liked me. I'd stay for eight eight years, and uh, it was it was a blast. Now, Sheldon, how about how about yourself? Um, at the time, I had been working with the Commodores and um, met Maurice via his sister. I had contacted their office and sent my tapes down, and eventually, um, actually met Maurice at the studio that we, the Commodores were working in, and we stayed in touch. and, and I started working with him on different projects. And, one thing led to another, and he finally said he was putting the group back together and asking for one to be part of it. And uh, thank God I said yes. Right, yeah. I mean, uh, our, our listeners who have seen Earth, Wind & Fire in concert through the years definitely know this is one of the most spectacular and talented bands. How, how about you guys preparing those those big concerts? Uh, a lot of rehearsal, I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, back in the day when we started doing that, because... Uh, when they switched over from Warner Brothers to actually was, that deal was over I, by the time me and Philip got in and uh, was looking for a deal and Clive Davis had flown out from the East Coast I guess he'd heard about it and uh, came out with a couple of his boys and we played for about 45 minutes and then about three days later I remember Reese calling us up and saying hey you know we just got signed to Columbia Records and so we you know we did the Last Days in Time album and uh, we would start you know rehearsing for the well, we were always rehearsing, you know, for the for the gigs and stuff. And then, you know, as it uh, got a little bit bigger and spread, you know, worldwide, we did serious, serious rehearsals. I mean, you know, we'd, one room we'd have the rhythm section. We'd rehearse for two or three weeks. The other room would be uh, the vocalist. They'd rehearse. And then I believe it was about 75 or so when we actually pulled in uh, Louis Satterfield, Don Murray, Michael Harris and Romley Davis, who were or now known as the Phoenix Horns, mm-hmm. and uh, and we would just in serious, serious rehearsals. I'm sure it was the same when Sheldon and Morris were there. Yeah, we never came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and then, you know production rehearsals because um, right. Larry can attest to back in the day, and uh, 
even on uh, the tours we were doing, there was magic involved. There was a whole lot of lighting cues, dancing, a lot of choreography, and um, you know, uh, it took a lot of time just to get all that stuff to just fall into place. You know, yeah, we, of, like doing yeah, in, tonight, so. incoming missiles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we rehearsed quite a bit. I was music director for for seven years, so uh, you know, a lot of times I was in charge of you know just keeping some some order to. Yeah, Morris would make us play the songs 25 <laughs> times each. <laughs> he had a little ruler, he had a ruler to slap our hands. Right, right. Now, I mean, you guys have toured all over the world in, in different situations, but how back as Earth, Wind & Fire, were there any other bands during the day when you guys really were touring a lot that you were always keeping an eye on and kind of friendly competition? Friendly. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's a, or, other, or otherwise. I love what Chris Rock had said, you know, which was, which is really true, and it's kind of sad about, you know, some of that garbage that's going on today. He said, you know, back in the day, you never heard no story about the four tops getting some guns and going after the Temptations. Right, right, <laughs> First right. with the fire grabbing their Uzis and trying to find the Commodores. I mean, because, you know, man, we used to play them festivals and stuff, and to us, we were, we, we were all fans of each other. I remember we were doing a big festival at... Uh, was in Baltimore, somewhere on the East Coast, and we knew that Stevie Wonder was going to be on. And so, what we, back in that, in those days, what you would do is just try to make sure you had the the, the limo or the ride or whatever. We, in the early days, we were driving station wagons right. to make sure you got to the venue at the right time to see who you wanted to see. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so the band, so, uh, so the vo- you know, mutual respect. You know, the Funkadelic. Mm. I remember one time they kicked out natural. Boy, and you know what, with big rules. <laughs> this one was way back in 73. Right. You know, we still had Jessica Cleese was in the lineup then, Ronnie Laws, Roland Bautista. And this was at, right after Last Days and Times. You know, it was cool. We were doing our kind of, what would you call it, Morris, um, you know, kind of jazzy light. Right, right, like, right, right. With a little, like, funk light. Okay. Right. And then uh, George Clinton and, and the boys with the diapers and stuff came <laughs> out. And they hit that good old heavy on the one African groove for about 45 minutes. <laughs> and that was about, that wrapped that up. Right. After that, but, you know, I always loved him for that. I talked to George Clinton when I was working on Foley's album. And he said, man, you know, I remember we kicked y'all's butt. He said, but after that, you guys got so big. But I forgot to tell him after that, that really gave us incentive to start working on our groove. So right. you know, we, we well, thank George for that. Hey, they, 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 were, they were some serious groovers. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Larry, speaking of Foley, a couple months ago he came in the studio here, he performed live on my show for like three hours. Oh, yeah, Fo- Foley's, man, Foley's, uh, he's just a uh, yeah. man. Yeah, he drove like hours. three and a half hours and just good, kidding. Good spirit. Yeah, so, uh, oh, I, I cut somebody off, I'm, I apologize. No, I was just going to say, like Larry said, there was, you know, back in those days, there was definitely a healthy envy of Earth, Wind, Fire mm-hmm. from most bands, and having played with the Commodores, I can say that, as well. Right, right. But it was all in, in the healthy respect, you know, because every, every band wanted to be Earth, Wind & Fire, no matter who they were. Yeah, amazing, amazing band. And uh, the music from our, our three guests who have been uh, members, original members, and uh, other members at some points during Earth, Wind & Fire's legacy, uh, Devoted Spirits is the CD. We have Larry Dunn, Sheldon Reynolds, and Morris Pleasure. And uh, let's drop uh, another song off the record and then come back and speak uh one more time with the guys if they have time. Uh, we've got Faces queued up. And uh, this is available on... Uh, Morris Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Funk Records. 
And uh, we'll give the websites again, devotedspirits.com. You can keep up to date and contact. Hey, you can tell the difference between West Coast and East Coast interviews. Uh, West Coast, they they be going to something like Sunshine or something. <laughs> East Coast, they, they go straight for the jugular. Right. Okay. <laughs> So you can get all the information about the band uh, at the website, and also you can, uh, they'll, they'll hopefully, we'll talk maybe if, if the band's going to do some more shows, I'm sure they're looking to get out and play. Um, but also, uh, the other websites, LarryDunn.com, MorrisPleasure.com, and uh, we've got Sheldon's website. Sheldon, can you give that one more time? SheldonReynolds.com. There we go, SheldonReynolds.com. So uh, we'll drop faces and come back and speak more with the guys. Sheldon was going to town right there, right? Uh-huh. I said Sheldon was going to town with that guitar solo there. Oh, man, I was yeah. just paying, paying tribute to my hero. Right, right. Mr. Hendrix, right? That's right. Yeah, so so being out in Seattle and, uh, you know, with the Hendrix legacy coming from there, mm-hmm. yeah, going strong. How, how many guitars do you actually own? Uh, Sean Shannon. Right. <laughs> 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 A couple little ones, a couple big ones. <laughs> no, I, I don't. You know, I don't even count. I, I approximately, I, approximately okay. <laughs> twenty. Twenty, okay. Uh, something like that. But I, I basically played two. And I, both of them are strats. So, so we were talking to the guys that uh, earlier this year they they had the NAM festival out in California. You guys participated in that, right? Uh huh. Yeah. What what went down for you guys? What were you out there for? Well, basically looking at all the new toys, uh, right. and uh, we did a couple things for IK Media and uh, Dean Markley strings, and did a couple of, like you know jam sessions, which were really really a lot of fun because we had we had Ricky Lawson and Bobby Watson playing, and of course the three of us, and uh, then on one show we had John Blackwell came in and jammed with us, and that was un- unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, which is in uh, in um, sax. Um, oh, Randy Ellis. Randy Ellis. Yeah, man, it was. Yeah. We had great a ball. player, great person. Yeah, we had a ball. Now, now, when you have these jam sessions, I mean, you guys are so so accomplished. Do you when you know right away when somebody's just not going to be able to hang with you guys? Yeah, well, it's usually you know, me. You, you do it. You do it long enough, and it's like the Quincy thing. You know exactly who to call. Okay, right, right. And, and the who to not call does that never even comes up. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> you just you just got some list of cats. Call, and sometimes if, you know your first choice can't make it. Then you still got some other guys. You know, oh, well, he, he's going to kick it too. So right. Now we take the Miles approach. He, he don't know when to lay out, so he got to get out. <laughs> <laughs> so so if you just tuned in, uh, our special guest right now, uh, three guys who have uh, been part of the Earth, Wind, and Fire uh, musical legacy. Mr. Larry Dunn, original member with the band Sheldon Reynolds and Morris Pleasure. Morris. Uh, is from originally from Guilford, now making uh, his home back down in Atlanta, and uh, Sheldon Reynolds out in Seattle. But don't tell anybody. Uh, Larry Dunn. <laughs> no mountains here. Yeah, and Larry Dunn out in Los Angeles, where it's overcast, threatening to rain. And uh, how, how about I know you guys did a, a show recently at BB King's out out in the LA area. How about some upcoming stuff? Are you guys looking to to do an extended tour with this record? Oh yeah. We're uh, talking to, book, to booking agents now and trying to coordinate that whole thing, and hopefully we'll put some announcements on the website, you know, very soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least we, at least we, and we did Seattle. Uh, that was a gorgeous gig. That was up there at the Triple Door, sold out, much to our chagrin. We actually could have done two shows that time. 
but I was actually I was really gonna say funny. I was just I was just there yesterday uh, having dinner, and they 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 still wanted to come back and do two shows. Really? Yep. So yeah, so that that was nice. So at least that, and then the BB Kings was the only two that we've done. But at least with those two, it showed us that uh, it not only works, it, it's going to work very well. So we just have to go through the process of you know getting all that stuff in order. And you can go also go on DevotedSpirits.com, the official website for uh, the guys' band, Devoted Spirits. They've got pictures from that Triple Door show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, that's like real nice. Probably within the next uh, week or two, there will be some new footage as well on there uh-huh. okay. from that show. So we'll, we'll have a whole new thing up there for you to, to catch yeah. on. Yeah, for, for a smaller stage, as, as you know, the big Earth, Wind, Fire show, you guys made it look real nice up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 I was, when, when we first walked in, it, you know, I knew that that was going to be, it just, had, it just, felt, it just felt right. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, now for, uh, I know you guys have played so many shows, but how about going back in time when you guys were learning your, your musical craft? Do you remember the first concert you guys ever attended? I do, I do. Okay. My first one was James Brown. Oh, wow. Man. I was about 12 years old, or 12 or 13. And, uh, man, it was like the Steve Martin movie. What he said, I heard my first Martha Bonnie record. I heard my, saw my first James Brown concert, and I knew this is my music. These are my people. And uh, it was the first time I'd ever seen a strobe light, and they had one. It must have been about as, you know, when you're that young, about as big as the moon. And when they turned that thing on, and he would, do the James Brown and looked like he was gliding, floating across the stage. Mm-hmm. That was it for me, and I was so bold. I went up to the, the hey, Sheldon. You, you guys remember the, the sax player, the guy that uh, played baritone sax in the middle, and he had that gray streak in his hair. Um, Not Mayfield, the, the other right, tall guy. Right. Anyway, I walked up to him because my my uncle was a uh, uh, janitor down there at the Denver Arena, so he got me in. So I walked up to this dude after the show. I must have been about 13 years old. And I told him, I said, man, I play Heaven Be Three. And, you know, I'd like to, I'd love to play with James Brown. He said, Larry. He said, what's your name? I said, Larry. He said, uh, if you played any other instrument but organ, we could talk. But see, James liked to play the organ. <laughs> yeah. I said, okay. Uh-huh. I'm going to be on that stage one day. Right. And sure enough, I don't know. A few years later, we went back as Earth, Wind, and Fire, and we were down on that same stage. So. Wow. Well, yeah, my first one, that's easy. I was uh, 13 years old. It was Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wow. Uh-huh. And I was the same age. <laughs> and that's when I said I know exactly what I want to do. Where was that? New Haven Coliseum? And uh, managed to actually do it, you know, and still doing it with uh, people I emulated. Larry Dunn is this uh, major, major musical influence on me. And, uh, you know, now to get to work with him, it's just amazing. And I've seen uh, Sheldon. I saw y'all uh too, before I was in the band, I saw the Touch the World tour, and uh, been a fan of Sheldon for a long time too. And now we're we're all brothers, so it's it's a beautiful thing for me. Yep. Well, my first concert was Aretha Franklin. Oh, okay. Great, yeah. great show. Right? I had never heard nothing like that in my life. Sing I must have been nine or something. I don't know. It was it was somewhere around there. I know we had a. I never forget we had a bad accident to get into the concert when we were driving, and we thought we weren't going to make it. It was actually like two blocks from the arena. And uh, we ended up, you know, getting everything worked out and got to, you know, got the car, worked enough to park it and then go to the concert. And I had to stand on a chair. And I remember when we came in, she was singing, like, Respect or something like that. And it was just like, I was just in awe. Oh, yeah. Because she had the whole Queen thing on and all the get up, you know. And, and then the voice was, 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 was the voice was, um, 
you know, like, as we all know, the Queen of Soul. So it was like, you know, we couldn't, I was just in awe the whole time. 